Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. So last week, I told you we'd be moving into our new home, and I'm happy to report that we did indeed move in. I was laughing, thinking, you know, most people our age are downsizing, but we have most definitely upsized, and part of that is unpacking two storage units of stuff. And the other part is that we feel like we moved into a luxury hotel. It's just wonderful. So we are thanking the Lord for this new gift. So there's your update. I was wondering what I was going to talk about today. And the building metaphor, you can imagine, is very much on my mind, very appropriate at the moment. So that's where I'm going with you today. Our builders have been on site since we moved in, just fixing, finishing, and making it all up to their specs, which we really appreciate. It's just great. And I thought of how each of us are such a piece of work in process, always needing a little tweaking. (laughs) And we are so much more complex than the most complicated building. Much of our growth comes from repairing, rebuilding, refurbishing, restoring. And we wouldn't need such work if we were already perfect, right? The Christian life is all about growing in godliness and conforming more and more to the image of Christ in us. And it's the Holy Spirit who is hard at work on our sanctification. A whole lot of fixing and finishing is taking place all the time. And we need to cooperate with that work, don't we? We see a gap, a fault, a sin of omission, a sin of commission. We seek forgiveness, and the Lord puts things right, and we learn. But there are other ways we are growing besides just confessing our sins, but of practicing righteousness, which isn't always easy. Of course, in the fixing itself, sometimes something else goes wrong in the midst of it. While fixing one issue, another one surfaces. You confess the envy and realize that you were also bitter. And you tried to be more hospitable and you got snappy with the kids. That not that the Christian life? They're obvious to us in the physical world and they're obvious to us in our spiritual lives. For example, After my old washer and dryer got moved in from our storage unit and reinstalled, I went to put in my very first load, and the knob, you know, the one you turn to select the cycle, it just broke off. (laughs) So this meant a trip to the dealer, an order submitted, and a wait for it to arrive the next day. And one step forward, pause, one back, back on track. Today I'll pick it up, I'll try again. This is just such a minor thing, but so often these little bitty issues can grow into big complicated troubles. You know what I mean. Our days can be full of such things. My friend told me her kombucha jar, is that how you pronounce that tea? Exploded yesterday all over the kitchen. She learned what kind of jar not to use for these endeavors, and she had a big mess to clean up. She was very chipper about it. And she's building. She's making something. And this is life. All these little bitty issues require patience on our part, not frustration, not anger, not fussing, but rather joy, gratitude. We need to laugh at such troubles, even though these troubles are troublesome. But what about those troubles that are objectively costly? 
You made a mistake, and to fix it will cost you not just time, but money too. You backed into your neighbor's car. First, we must own it. Then we put it right, whatever it takes. This is loving our neighbor, and it is obeying God. We all make careless and even costly mistakes, and we must be the kind of people who never, ever just walk away. If you've been practicing with your little troubles, you're going to be far more experienced and equipped to handle the ones we call extra deluxe. This is especially important if it is someone else who made the mistake and you are the one who's inconvenienced by it. Your roommate, your husband, your son or daughter, your house guest, your plumber, your neighbor, your friend. If you have been practicing receiving such things from the Lord's hands, when you've made an error yourself, it'll be far more obvious to you that you must extend grace to others when they have caused the problem. This is loving your neighbor as you would love yourself. Sometimes, though, they don't put it right. They walk away. And then what? Well, that's a whole nother subject for another time, okay? But if you were the one who made the mistake, think about how you would like to be treated. With anger, with frustration, with criticism and accusation? No, I doubt very much you would like that. That's not how we are to live. Rather, wouldn't we appreciate some patience and kindness, some mercy and love? God ordains each and everything that comes to pass. He also provides grace for us if we look to Him for it. And that grace enables us to handle disappointments and even disasters. Our souls grow more dependent on Him in these circumstances, and our hearts are enlarged when we look to Him. Why should we lose our joy over troubles? Our joy is in the Lord. Our help is in the Lord. Our strength is in the Lord. So don't ever look to yourself to gather strength so far. It's not there. Look to the Lord. Ask Him to walk you through this, whether it is a minor trouble or a major trouble. When we can handle troubles, whether minor or major, with joy, then we're fit to receive blessings with humility and gratitude. Our sanctification covers all the waterfront. God is refining us and fitting us for heaven. So let's not miss our opportunities to grow in grace. Thank you for joining me today. Many blessings on your week. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around.